bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, lost life without me. It's Brittany, bitch. And I am back. Alrighty, so today for you guys, we had another pretty wild weekend. I mean, it was so wild that I actually slept through my alarm this mo- this Monday for class and uh, kind of had a late start to the day. But, um, I mean, there's an old saying in sports. I mean, sports gambling, you're either hot or you're due. We're going to tell you who was hot and who was due from this past week. So who's hot? I mean, people named Joe. I mean, I just got done telling you how off I went. But Joe Burrow also obviously went off this weekend. And here's a little quick stat for you guys. There's only two quarterbacks ever to have a Super Bowl win and a national championship win. And them people are Joe Namath and Joe Montana. And potentially Joe Burrow. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and he's uh, he could be the first to get the Heisman and national championship and the uh... Uh, Super Bowl, so that'd be uh, cool for him. But uh, yeah, no, Joe's on. Joe's are on fire. <laughs> I know, like we can't be stopped right now. No, no kidding. Good for you guys. <laughs> well, it's so weird too because it's just like not a common name. But uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's pretty common, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll go to who's due. Uh. I mean, kind of had a tough one with this, but I'm going to go with the Mahomes family. I mean, they are really getting shit on hard, and then Patrick losing really does not help with that. But literally, it was pretty much the entire United States other than Kansas and Missouri cheering for the Bengals and especially cheering against the Mahomes family. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Brittany and Jackson, they're they're the big reasons here. I don't think anybody really hates Patrick Mahomes. But, wow, Twitter was on fire this whole past week. Yeah, everyone uh, waited for him to lose. I don't know if it, it's part of it, just that family, like those two, or if it's the same thing we do all the time with Mahomes is are good players. You build them up like they're the best and everyone loves them. And then once they start winning too much, break them down again, build them back up. When, and then just – it's like the exact, it reminds the exact same thing Steph Curry went through. Like everyone, everyone – Loved him, then he won too much. They hated him or hate the Warriors, and now everyone loves him again. It's just it's gonna be the same thing with Mahomes. That's just how the world works. But yeah, they're catching a lot of heat right now. It's they can't those they kind of deserve it. Jackson and uh, Brittany do, but not Patrick Mahomes. He I like him a lot, but yeah, his family deserves. It, I think or yeah. You can go uh, ahead with your uh, who's hot and new. Uh, my who's hot. I'm just going to go with the NFL in general. I mean, it, it right now is like the best time. Obviously, you got the playoffs. Uh, the last five games that they've that we've seen have been have came down to one score, so or six, some five or six, whatever it is, has been down to the last second almost, and one score game. So like it's that's exciting. Um, then all these coaching hires for the teams that aren't maybe in the Super Bowl or like can get there. They're getting their coaches. Their future starting to like re get there again. So and then like teams like people that maybe thought their guys got snubbed for the Steelers example for of the uh, Pro Bowl. Now they get their chance because some of these guys go to the 
get make it to the Super Bowl so they can't participate, and now they get in. So just the NFL in general, I got a lot of buzz going on right now. So, yeah, they're killing it. Yeah, I mean, I'll chime in more about that. Uh, after we talk about the games, we're going to bring up a bunch of news in the NFL going around. But, um, I mean, I just want to say what, like how the NFL is doing. I mean, we – so, obviously, when we made our, like, bracket predictions or whatever, which mine got busted right away, if that was kind of – bound to happen because I had the Steelers versus the Niners in the Super Bowl. But, uh, I mean, if you predicted a four seed for a four seed in the Super Bowl, you're beyond delusional or you're just smoking like the greatest pot on planet earth. But I mean, it's like we go, we went into that bracket. Like we talked about yours and we're like, yeah, this year it should be pretty chalk. I mean, it's NFL, like usually the best teams win, but I mean, we're getting a four, versus four and the Cincinnati fucking bagel. I mean, we'll get into it later, but it's just absolutely unbelievable. I can't believe it. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, yeah, I can't wait to talk about these games. Uh, my who's due, uh, the Browns, uh, they have sucked for how many years, right? This is kind of this year and last year. There's so many teams that the people, so many people that predicted, uh, um, they predicted, uh, Browns Super Bowl. Uh, win but they they can't get it done and then Odell leaves that's kind of their thing was like Odell is it's like he's the problem he's the drama queen and now look where he's at he's in the Super Bowl he's playing really good uh Baker's not there they don't have like good uh quarterback because Baker's that quarterback and all these other teams win because they're quarterbacks so just Browns are just right when they think they got to figure it figured out it just goes right back to shit well, it's like the other team that shares a state with them. They're in the fucking Super Bowl. That too, exactly. <laughs> they were they were projected to be the last seed. I mean, the last team in the AFC North to begin the season, and now they're in the fucking Super Bowl. Like, I want to know what those odds were. I mean, <laughs> if somebody put a future on them guys, but whatever. I so many people I see were saying how they're going to be the uh, next best thing, and like how they. Because the, just the team they had and everything. But, no, I hate the Browns. I don't like Baker. They're just not good. I'm glad Odell is thriving without him. Thriving. I mean, so we'll get into the games. Uh, I mean, the Diners, they were my playoff team. Sadly, they just barely missed Super Bowl. Um, I was about to make a take that kickers win you Super Bowls. But, I mean, Robbie Gold got beat by Matt Gay. So, I mean, we'll we'll start off with the Chiefs. Bengals game first so 27 to 24 I mean Joe Burrow he's probably the greatest athlete from Ohio ever unless I'm like forgetting about somebody I mean maybe Jake uh, Paul but uh that LeBron guy's pretty good I mean he he's all right but yeah anyway the Chiefs they completely said fuck it to the run after half I heard that like the Bengals threw a different completely different look at him after half which I mean I swear I saw an interview like not too long ago where they're like halftime adjustments are bullshit. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like, maybe, yeah. I guess they are. But uh, it was Peyton Manning said that. Oh yeah, yeah. He said that on the Manning cast, right? Yeah, he said like they don't do you don't adjust because by the time you get to the locker room and everything, everyone gets settled in. It's just kind of like you have your little meetings with your. Uh, us whatever your coordinators and then just little stuff like that but it's not like nothing huge that's what he said but yeah but i mean the chiefs 
like this is my kind of breakdown of why I think they lost. We didn't see that Swanson big play that we usually get out of these Chiefs Super Bowl teams, like where Swanson just didn't show up, and that's why the Chiefs lost. But Mahomes, he's a certified gunslinger now. I mean, you have to throw interceptions in like really big games to be considered a gunslinger, and this was like his stamp of approval. So, I mean, we obviously go in the overtime, Chiefs win the toss. And we're like, oh, fuck, here we go again. Uh, Josh Allen even tweeted out pain. <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah. this, like deja vu. But um, I think the highlight of the whole night, though, was a Cincinnati bar that had a guy literally gritting across the table when the Bengals <laughs> won. That's just – I just love to see that Cincinnati, after being called mid all year, they just turn it around and they – just ride on the backs of Joe Burrow and the gritty and that whole just swag aura they have going on. It's, I, I mean, I just love to see that Cincinnati's showing how good of a sports city they can, they can be. And they're awesome. Yeah, no, it, it's awesome to see them win. But I, once it got 21 three, I was like, this game's over. I don't even yeah. know what's the point of watching. Cause all the chiefs really had to do at that point was get like a touchdown or and they almost got it right before half yeah and it's like there's no way the chief the Bengals were going to come back and but that touched like if you're a chiefs you got to come up with points uh in that situation uh because you go if you go up 24 to 3 even just a field goal is the biggest difference ever because you you hit that field goal you win the game it's that simple you win the game in regulation if you take the points at that at that time uh but yeah, I mean, Bengals, they survive in advance. That's all it is with them. They've had a close game down to the wire every single game this postseason, and that's, they're just getting it done. And, yeah, the, the Chiefs, I don't even know what the hell happened that second half. They were horrible. All, all they had to do was put together, like, one really good drive earlier in the game other than the last drive of the game regulation, and they would have won this game. It's that simple. And, yeah, Barrow wasn't a, wasn't a great first half, but he kept going, and the whole team, they just kept going. And, Here's a great uh, counterpoint to that overtime argument. Here we go. Look at that. They exactly. won the toss. The Bengals said, like, let's play defense. That's part of the fucking game, playing defense. They did it. They got the stop, and they, they won the game. So it's not just who wins the toss. That's it, no, It'll never be like that. You still got to play defense. But, yeah, hell of a game by the Bengals, and here they are in the Super Bowl. Who would have ever fucking thought? Like, I – so me and Luke didn't get to watch this game together, but when McPherson got in range, which I mean, just crossing the logo, I'm like, <laughs> I just kept saying over and over again in front of like everybody I was watching the game with, I'm like, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. I like was shook. I was like, I was so speechless, but that was the only thing I could say is like the Cincinnati, I like could not comprehend yeah, it's, it it's- at all. I mean, being, a diehard of an AFC North team. I like known how like everybody talks about, Oh, how bad the Browns are. I mean, I feel like the least of Browns fans had like somewhat hope for like a Super Bowl, but like the Bengals fans, like always just like, you know what? We might have these like playoff seasons, but we will never make it to the big show. And here we are. It's unbelievable. And I wonder if uh, McPherson or kick Fearson, uh, did that whole well looks like we're going to the Super Bowl boys thing again <laughs> but I mean it's just unbelievable um my favorite part other than that guy gritty across the bar is probably all the 
what's it called? Eli Apple memes about how oh, he's like yeah. Kendrick Perkins with the championship he's, trophy. When, he's not good. <laughs> oh, he's terrible. I mean, he dropped that pick that could have won them the game way earlier than what they – well, I guess – I don't know if that was in overtime. I forget. But it hit him directly in the arms. Yeah, he, he got, like, fucking dropped too. I saw a guy on – um, I think it was just on Instagram. Some guy did – he put together a prop parlay, and he called it the fate Eli Apple parlay. He just had, like, a Tyree Kill touchdown, Miko Hardman touchdown, a bunch of yards for Hill, Hardman, Pringle, all that. Like, anyone, all, any wide receiver on the Chiefs, he had, like, them getting yards and touchdowns because he's like, Eli Apple's so bad, he's just going to get torched. Yeah, it's – I – and then just, like, I think last week when Sean Payton decided to retire or something like that, he's like, yeah, I hope, like, all these players know, like, when we get rid of them that uh, we we cheer – we root for you guys. And he goes, except for Eli. And then he's, like, just kind of <laughs> joking. But, like, I doubt he was. Because Eli Apple's a fucking menace and he sucks for football. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, he's such a well-known – but I – the thing with Mahomes, so, like, all the buzz is, like, he couldn't – he choked the game, and he, what is it, five years now, one Super Bowl he's got? But I saw – I think it was Chris Broussard was talking, and he said every – maybe it wasn't – I can't remember who the analyst was, but he said every single good court, great quarterback has had a game like this where they blew it. You're not great until you do it. Because, like, Brady, I think it was against uh, Peyton Manning and the Colts. He was up, like, 21-3 to as well. They blew it. Uh, Peyton Manning had a game where he blew it. I think you said Joe Montana had a game. Uh, Tom Brady, again, could, on, could only put up, like, 10 points against the Giants, but ruined their undefeated season. And, like, every great quarterback, if you look at it, has had these moments where they just completely blow a game. And you're, it's like, oh, he said, he's like, you're not great until you do it. So it's just kind of, yeah, you lost, but look at the history. Every great quarterback's had the game where they blew it. and they had a lead, and that's kind of, is exactly what happened here. Oh, uh, yeah, I want to agree with you, but I think if Chris Broussard told me that the sky's blue, I wouldn't believe him just because I, I don't fucking know if hate it was him that Broussard. much. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't Broussard, it was uh, the one that the guy that goes on undisputed all the time. Um, I forget his name, yeah, I wouldn't know, but oh, maybe it was Broussard. I can't even, whatever, I, it might have been Broussard, I'm not sure. Yeah, but I mean, anyway, that's pretty much all I had for this game, the breakdown. Yeah, no, that's all I got. The next game we had, though, 49ers versus Rams. Uh, I mean, the 49ers had the game literally in their hands when I think his name Jimmy Ward dropped a gimme interception. Tart. It was Tart. Or, okay, that, okay, yeah, then Jimmy Ward ended up getting a 15-yard penalty when on that very next play, Odell got like a huge gain that turned that drive into three points. And then, I mean, the Niners got the ball back with a minute left, and Jimmy G threw, like, the coolest fucking interception ever. I don't know. <laughs> it just pinballed everywhere and laid it in the uh, Rams players' hands, and they won the game. I mean, in a couple of plays before that, I'm pretty sure it was the same drive that uh, Jalen Ramsey dropped interception to. The one it was the, the play right before it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, it's like and ball don't, don't do lie. That. And he but, never does that. Uh, like, what – the internet was blown up about though. Robbie Gold, I mean, he's a stone cold pimp. Like, yep. Jalen Ramsey got right in his face, and I'm pretty sure Robbie Gold just told him hold his nuts, and that just sucks that the Niners didn't pull it out. But I like how Jimmy G, like literally today, now he's like getting thumb surgery and shit. 
But it's like there's a couple plays there where it's like, oh my god, like you suck, like you should have made that throw. And obviously the Niners had plenty of chances to win this game anyway. But still, I mean, it's just they're. <laughs> I bet they're kind of like happy that they drafted Trey Lance, even though they pretty much got to a Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo, and they've done it before anyway. I don't know. I. I, I think that would just be a really hard situation to pick who the hell to play here now going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like uh, – I saw a really interesting thing is, like, it's a good question, actually. If you really think about it, like, do the Niners win this game without Garoppolo? And, honestly, I don't even know if they get here if they do have a different quarterback just because he just worked so well. He just managed the game and ran the ball. Like, that's what they did. And – that's kind of what Shanahan is. So if they had a quarterback that wasn't like him, maybe they try to do too much. I don't know. Obviously, it could be completely different. But it's not actually a bad question. Like, maybe they're not even in this spot without Garoppolo. But, yeah, no, Rant, uh, Stafford was uh, great. Like, he, that one, that tart dropped. I don't know where he was throwing it. It was right in between Odell and Van Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole time. But then we were watching the game, and Ramsey's talking shit to gold. And I'm like, Ramsey will find anybody in sight to talk shit to. That's just who he is. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll do whatever he wants. And when I right before he dropped that pick, I was like the play. Before I was, I was like, Dave, if Ramsey gets a pick here, I am gonna. He's. I'm like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lose it. Cause I'm like, he's due for one. And I want the Rams to. I like a lot of those guys on the Rams. And then he drops a pick. I was like, fuck. I almost called it. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It was such a good game. It was such a fun game just because of the rivalry. And it was at SoFi, but it was all Niners. No, but still, I mean, I was uh, – I just rewatched the game. And uh, that crowd for both teams, it was fucking nuts. I mean, It was so loud. Yeah. You know what, but there was still – it looked like more Niners people. But oh, for sure. Fans, but it still was so loud no matter who was doing good. It was still crazy. No, yeah. <laughs> We're going to see – well, I get – I wonder that – I mean, so the Rams, they're going to end up going to the Super Bowl and playing in their own fucking house, like exactly what we saw last year. But, I mean, that's kind of fucking wild. But uh, what was I was going to say – no, yeah, just going back to that crowd, though. I mean, it was a nuts game. It, you hear about that guy who predicted both scores of these games? Yeah. Probably, Holy, what the hell? How? No, oh, okay. I, I mean, a lot of people think that people who can predict the future or like predict your future, what are they called? Psychics? Yeah. But anyway, they, a lot of people think they're just full of shit, but that guy, 1 billion percent, has to be a certified wizard. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't put it past him. That's for sure. I need to fucking meet this guy. I'm just so happy that Odell had such a good game because I love Odell. And me and my me and Logan were talking all year like this is Odell's year, and it didn't look <laughs> like it to start the year, but here he is. In the you Super guys Bowl. were talking about fantasy football though. Yeah, but I guess it correlates the same thing. We're like, for him to get here after everyone's saying how he's the problem and he's a a drama queen and everything, it's like obviously the Browns kind of brought that out on him because he because how bad they were. And I think I said this like if you watched any of those Browns, I just saw like couple clips about it how open he was on sometimes with the Browns and Baker just doesn't know how to find him because Baker's not that like not good so obviously he gets a good quarterback it's awesome and Matt Stafford I feel so bad for Lions fans though because it's like 
he, he, the right when he leaves the Lions after he's there for how many years he's in the Super Bowl. No, yeah. And what's crazy, I, when I was in class, I just saw this thing on my phone and said, uh, imagine a year ago today or like a year and a half ago or whatever today saying Matt Stafford a year and a half from now is going to be playing in the Super Bowl against uh, fucking Cincinnati Bengals. Like, yeah, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> oh, I you wouldn't. know, hot of a take that would be. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Unbelievable. But, like, uh, this Rams Bengals, I know everyone and their moms are going to be ruined for the Bengals. But I'm, honestly, I kind of want the Rams to win just because Stafford is getting down there. Like, he has only got so many years left. Um, Odell, obviously, he's not getting older, but just to see what he's done. And I just want him – I just want Stafford to win. I want Odell to win. I love Jalen Ramsey. I want him to win. And the Bengals' sake, Jamar Chase is his first year. Burrow's his second year. They're so young. Like, they can get back. I, it's going to be – it's hard, obviously, to get back there. I just think I, this is kind of the Rams' chance now or the next year or two, and it's, that's it. I want Donald, Aaron Donald to get one, too. See, I think the exact opposite. I think that the Bengals will never be there back again just because they the have Bengals. But I get yeah, it because they're I'm young and everything. The, yeah. But I think the Rams, yeah, like what you said, within the next two years, it's, like this it's is a their, three year window. And yeah. It's a, but I know? think with how the AFC is shaped, it's literally yeah, not no. possible for the Bengals to be a Super Bowl team again. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I kind of agree. But like at least they have a better chance because they have so many more years to work with. And the, I'm not that. I just thought of this today that that O line for the Bengals has to go up against this pass rush. Yeah, but Matthew Stafford, he's like not done throwing interceptions though. Like he know, threw he another one. Like he loves throwing interceptions in the red zone, yeah. and he likes he loves throwing interceptions in his own red zone too. Like it or whatever you call it. Like yeah, the twenty whatever. That, yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, I mean. And this Bengals defense, I don't know. They're fucking doing it. Like, they're playing very, I mean, just way better than expected. I I don't know. I think it's anybody's Super Bowl. If Stafford doesn't throw the ball away, I imagine that this should be easy Super Bowl win for the Rams, especially at home. But Yeah, I, I mean, Ramsey's going to be on Jamar Chase, and it's you just can't get open with Ramsey. Even, and they could even – help even help him out a little bit it's going to be even worse well like what you're saying though if the fucking tennessee titans can sack burrow nine times this rams team can sack miller and donald yeah i don't know i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i i i do really i want the rams but uh if you're burrow's burrow's sake like you gotta win when you can because it's not easy to win super bowls there's been quarterbacks that have got here in, like, their second year. I think uh, Dan Marino was one. He got there, like, right away and n- didn't win, though. So, everyone's like, oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. And just never – it doesn't – like, it doesn't happen. You can't – it's hard to get back. Especially – it happens in, like, other sports, too. Like, even the, the ba- basketball. The Heat, for example, a couple years ago, the bubble, they were so young. Everyone's like, oh, these guys are going to be so good. But – it seems like these young teams that get there don't get back ever just because it, it seems like it's just like a right time, right place, just gets tons of things go their way, which in the Bengals' case, a lot of things do go their way. The, Chief, the Titans have the ball. 
driving down the field, a chance to kick a game-winning field goal, and Tannehill throws a dumb pick because it's Ryan Tannehill. You get sacked nine times and you still win that game is un- unheard of. Uh, the Raiders drove all the way down, almost scored. The Chiefs had, had you against the wall like it's, the game is over, and they they stuck away with it. So they, they, they've survived so many games, it just feels like if you don't get it, you might never get back. I don't think it will. And yeah, I mean, I but then you could also give the counter argument that this is a absolute must win for Stafford. Cause I mean, I think this game decides whether he goes to the hall of fame or not. I don't see. I don't think so. Just because he's got the numbers, he's going to have the numbers. And it's like, he made this deep playoff run. Finally, when he gets some team, I don't know. What an actual solid team. team. I just think he's still, and he, the thing is he's still going to play for at least four or five more years, I bet, at max. And you know how many yards he's going to rack up? He's going to be top ten in just about everything. Yeah. He I doesn't mean, have I, a Super Bowl. I guess I can't really argue against that. Yeah. But. And, like, he – yeah, he doesn't have a – he might not have a Super Bowl, but, like, what's the difference with – Rodgers has won, but he's only been to one. It, you can kind of – I obviously it's a – I don't really know the debate now because I haven't looked into it, but I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I kind of doubt he puts up Dan Reno numbers, but, I mean, he could bring up him, too. I mean, I don't know. Exactly. It's... He's never – I mean, he hasn't really done anything either. All right, so. I'll give you this. If Philip Rivers makes Hall of Fame, which he probably will, then Matt Stafford probably will. A hundred percent, yeah. Like, he has to be. Stafford deserves it over Rivers, I think. Yeah, I – fuck – I – well, and Rivers had way fucking better teams, too. Oh, my God, yeah. He's had so many they, – they've been number one seeds for – couple like some years the chargers have with rivers they've been like the best teams yeah like the year they had antonio gates and um lt like they were like the number the best team in football and they lost like right away they had vincent jackson too yeah and the thing is with the uh stafford thing is the best season a wide receiver has ever had was calvin johnson who was throwing the ball um (laughs) stafford and he only lasted so long and he's still one of the best of all time because stafford's throwing the ball Cooper Cup about, comes back this year. One of the best seasons you've ever seen. Who's throwing the ball? Stafford. Odell, everyone thought he sucked. Baker couldn't get done. Eli Manning was, like, okay for a couple years for Odell, but Odell's unbelievable now with Stafford. He's got, like, a touchdown every single game almost. Yeah, and Van Jefferson, I mean, I wouldn't know if he was flipping burgers or catching yeah. passes. And <laughs> they should have had – they should have won this game earlier if – that that one's what's his name, Skoranek, whatever his name is, drops that wide open touchdown pass. Like a oh, the white guy. Bomb. Yeah, yeah. I saw a TikTok. I saw a TikTok of uh, this like fat white dude, and he's like sitting down around TV with all of his friends. He goes, honestly, I think I catch that pass. And all of his friends <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> no, but like. Yeah, so like that's huge. If he catches that ball, we got a different game, and maybe Niners, maybe Niners come out with a win. I don't know, but I, the Rams deserve it. Rams were a better team all year, and this just this game, they just deserve it. They're probably one of the most talented rosters. They might be more talented than that Bucks roster. Tommy, they definitely. That's fucking. That's tough, though. I mean, because like, well, if you go, uh, if you do each guy, I mean, you got Aaron Donald's the best of. Uh, defense player, maybe of all time. Yeah, Von Miller. And you have the best, yeah, and then you have the best corner in the league. You have the best wide receiver in the league this year. And then you have, obviously, Odell. Oh, is Odell. Stafford's having a, a well, really good year. Well, the Bucks, though, 
had like the greatest receiving core, the greatest quarterback yeah. of all time, the best offensive line in football, the best front seven in football, their secondary. Antoine Winfield was a fucking yeah, stud last year. The overall, the secondary was awful, but the overall, Other than, like Winfield. Yeah, the overall uh, roster probably uh, goes to the Bucks, but like star talent, stud, oh, yeah, top yeah. talent. It's the Rams. They literally have the best at three positions, the best lineman, or I guess, with T.J. Watt and Donald. But and then Ramsey, yeah, Donald and Von Miller. Oh yeah, my bad. I yeah, I, I don't know why I said T.J. Watt, but probably because he's not good. Yeah, and then uh, Ramsey's the best, and Cooper Cup's the best. I don't know. They're a really good team, but it's going to be interesting to see what he can do in a Super Bowl. Uh, Stafford, but we'll see. Even Burrow, too. Anywho, on to more NFL news. There's a shit ton this week. The Bears. The Eberflus is loose, Luke. And uh, so the Bears, they've been on this huge fucking, what's it called, I guess, pattern of going from offense coordinator to defense coordinator, head coaching jobs. And uh, now you got your defensive coordinator guy instead of an offensive guru that he had in Nagy. So tell me about the Eberflus, Luke. Uh, so the thing is, I, I don't really mind it. Uh, everyone's saying how we need an offensive-minded guy, but – Not a guru, though. Yeah, no, no shit. Uh, <laughs> but you don't need an offensive guy. Just get a good OC that knows what he's doing, that uh, gets along with fields. And – and we're there. I mean, I think – did we hire him? Uh, the Packers quarterback guy? No. I don't the, know. Oh, quarterback. Okay. Yeah, yeah the, the quarterback coach, the whatever. I have no idea. I don't even know. I don't know why. I don't he know obviously sense. could teach Jordan Love, so I don't know if – Yeah. Know. Well, but I'm saying – so, like, I think I said this. I said Sean McDermott, he was a defensive guy. But look at who he got as a, his OC. Dabble, he was unbelievable. Uh Brand Staley's a defensive guy. Look what he's doing with Herbert. Pretty much all these, all the, all the coaching jobs have been like defensive guys. Staley, like. Staley was a defensive guy. Yeah, he was defensive, huh. uh, defensive-minded. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. That's what the, that's what it is. And so I mean, getting him, maybe it's a good thing just because if he can just develop the guys and just be a good locker room coach, and just give the offensive reins to a good offensive coordinator. I'm completely fine with that because he already said how he's de- he's going to give it to the defense coordinator. He said he's just going to give it to him. He's like, he's going to call the plays. So he's, it seems like he's just going to let it in their hands, which I like. And what I also love is that our um, GM said, he said uh, he apparently the ownership and everything didn't agree with the hire. So the GM said, no, fuck it. I'm just taking who I want, which is awesome. I love that because then obviously you see you got his guy. Yeah, I mean, assert your dominance. Yeah, exactly. And I think what did polls uh, come out and say? It was the funniest. It was a, uh, I can't find it. It was a quote, and he's like, "Oh, your GM." Take, yeah, we're gonna take the NFC North and not give oh, it back or something like that. Give it back. Oh, it, was, <laughs> it was electric. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> well, anyway. Las Vegas Raiders, they hire Josh McDaniels. So, Josh McDaniels has been a big name every offseason for, like, the past three years, I swear. I'm surprised this is, like, his first job that he, like. Well, he just, like, decided to stay with the Patriots. Like, just all these years, he's like, fuck it, I'll just stay in the shadows of Milichick. But, yeah, now he's going to the Raiders. And, I mean, I don't know what really what to make up of it. I mean, he seems like a 
fucking like hothead kind of like I don't know he just seemed like a little weirdo but uh yeah I mean that'll fit in in Las Vegas I guess <laughs> yeah I mean that's not a bad job because he got the talent around you so it's better than going in somewhere where they're rebuilding then uh the next New York Giants hire Brian Dable the offense coordinator of the Bills so I mean does that mean Mitchell Trubisky and Daniel Jones will be in the same quarterback group Luke I hope so and I hope Trubisky runs away with that job well, I love Daniel Jones, though. I think an actual coach would put Daniel Jones a wide receiver because, one, he's mm-hmm. the fastest yeah. quarterback in the league. And, two, we all saw that catch from earlier this year. That was better. That was the greatest catch in New York Giants history. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Because it was better than the Tyree catch, the helmet catch. It was better than Mario Manningham's on the sideline in the Super Bowl catch that they absolutely needed. Otherwise, they would have lost. And then it was way better than Odell's three. It, yeah. yeah, because like the thing, yeah, because you got to think those guys that caught those balls are paid to catch those balls. Like they're paid to catch the ball. Daniel Jones isn't paid to catch a ball that he made an unbelievable play on. He's just an he insanely did, he, versatile athlete. He, he did it for free. Think about it. Yeah. He had the greatest catch of all time for free. He didn't even get paid for that. He doesn't get paid to catch balls and he still does it. He's just a guy. He's a guy, but. The thing is with Trubisky is he wins your games. Yeah, exactly. Two play two playoff appearances in three years, I think, with the Bears. I think it was three years. Well, I mean, he – all right, so Le'Veon Bell, he, like, held out of his contract because he wasn't getting paid like a wide receiver running back. But I think Daniel Jones should pull the old Taysom Hill, hey, I'm not fucking playing for you guys unless you pay me, like, a quarterback a lot of and money. a wide receiver. Yeah. Or a while, I'll, he's like, I'll be in B special teams if you need me to. I'll run oh, the ball. Yeah. No shit. He probably, probably could. Like, imagine that you have – you run – you put the two guys behind the center, not none of them directly behind the center, two court, two quarterbacks, and the center just kind of decides who's going to snap it to. Like, and it's awesome, too, because right after that, Shanahan will see it, and he'll run Lance and uh, Garoppolo on the field at the same time. And then Grapple is still there, but like Drew Locke could do that with the Broncos. I mean, it'll, it'll be awesome. Yeah, I mean, and then the, another, the Bears. The same thing about the Bears could do it. You got Fields and then <laughs> Nick Foles, Nick Foles, and Andy hey, Dalton. And Dalton. You three, you run three guys back there, and we see. Oh, and Nick Foles has the greatest catch in I was uh, just Eagles say, history. Yeah, I my was bad. just gonna but, say he can run. He can run a wheel route out of it and then who knows about the other two but a lot of possibilities open up for these offenses once uh dabble gets a hold of those two yeah and like any organizations looking for a coach i mean me and luke got like we'll quit our jobs to i mean we'll yeah, quit school coach. i mean fuck um the thing another thing with dabble or just the bills that's a big loss if you're huge loss but sean mcdermott i like him a lot so I imagine. yeah but i mean that play call, that's that's gonna hurt. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I guess we'll find out. I, yeah, no, I like Sean McDermott a lot. Anyway, the next guy that got hired, Byron Leftwich. I don't know if it's like signed on the deadline yet, but I just saw like an article saying that Byron Leftwich like is a guy going to Jacksonville. So here's the thing. I don't know why, like 
unless he learned that much from Tom Brady in two years. But Byron Leftwich, literally all he had to do was just put on a Buccaneers hat and then stand there with a the clipboard for three hours each game because there's not a fucking chance he did a goddamn th- one say in anything they did the last two years. Yeah, like there's a difference when it was uh, when Brady was on the Patriots and he had an OC that was like there and they no, really the were together. Every single OC, DC, like anybody from the Patriots, they all end up sucking. Like Patricia, fucking, oh, yeah. like Pat- everybody. So, Patricia's like, I, it's all Brady and Belichick. But yeah, that that is fair. That's a good point. That's a really good point. But I mean, he did a good job this year uh, with Mac Jones. But no, oh, I mean, right, yeah, yeah, Leftwich. I don't even know how, what he's good at having the best. Is he maybe he's really he I guess he's pretty good at having the best wide receiving core and the best quarterback. Exactly. At the same and time and the, the best, best tight end of all time. I know he's old, but yeah, and the best like O line, right? One of the best O lines. I mean, he's good at that. Maybe he can bring uh some recruiting, I guess you could say, to the Jacksonville. I don't know. So like Byron Leftwich, his resume in the NFL, he was like okay on the Jaguars then he fills it out then the Steelers took him as a backup and then he got in whenever Big Ben got hit by a fucking tank because Big Ben never gets hurt so like I don't I I mean whatever but I mean did we expect anything less out of the Jags though be like oh let's just take like the best offense in the league and take the offense coordinator that's led by the greatest quarterback of all time well I mean yeah that's what Jacksonville does they just They'll do whatever the hell they want. There might be kind of a reason why Leftwich wasn't like top priority for a lot of other teams, and he was for Jacksonville. But yeah, no shit. And <laughs> I think if I'm Byron Leftwich, I'm like, all right, let's get this contract and just leave. I mean, because chances are he got signed for like a giant contract for like a ton of years, and then he's like, well, mm-hmm. if I get fired after the first year, then I just get paid to sit on my ass and do nothing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's gonna be getting paid. That's actually not a bad strategy at all. Just it's a business decision. Just completely after one year and they, they fire you, but you're still like in part of your contract was like, you still got to pay me through whatever years and you don't have to do anything. Michael Donald is one of like the worst coaches, coaches of all time, but who cares? You're, you're rich. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. We're balling. I love that and, saying. And when you're a head coach and you're that bad, you're probably going to get another job at, at like a, a position coach or like an OC or something. BC, uh-huh. I don't know, somewhere. I just feel like the Buccaneers at like where they're sitting, they could have hired Skip Bayless as their fucking offense coordinator. They still Skip Bayless doesn't know a thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did you, have, like, you, have you watched Skip Bayless at all uh, recently of these like these last two weekends of football, him and Shannon Sharp going at it? I imagine he's like the biggest fucking Skip's idiot ever. Points make no sense. Like all he all he does is shit on Patrick Mahomes. All like the and and Stafford. He hates Matthew Stafford and the the Rams. And it's like, can you not just appreciate? Like they played good. Just admit it. Like it's not that hard. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you have to watch for yourself. I don't. It's hard to explain. It's just really fucking bad. I just see like I just watch a little bit of it and I'm like, I'm done. I can't even handle this. Speaking of Byron Leftwich in Jacksonville, Nathaniel Hackett is now the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Um, so 
what I remember is Aaron Rodgers being fucking pissed at the coaching decisions. Maybe just LaFleur, but last year that was a big fucking problem. And uh, two, why are these coaches with the greatest quarterbacks of all time just all of a sudden getting head coaching jobs? Like, yeah, I, I, I feel I, like Rodgers is another player who's like, whatever call comes through the years, I don't give a fuck if I see something I'm not running that play. Yeah, um, I was thinking – but I, I saw Rodgers. He said something about – I mean, I don't know if this makes any – like how good he actually is, but he was like saying – he quoted a couple years ago. He's like, I don't want Hackett to go to – I don't want Hackett leaving unless that's I leave, I leave or something. Once I'm done, then he can leave the Packers. So, I don't know. Maybe he did really did like him. I don't really know that situation, but – well, I imagine this Haggard guy is really fucking good at kissing ass. Then, yeah, maybe that, maybe that's it. Maybe he just liked him as a person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of the Packers, I looked it up. The Bears did Bears did hire Packers passing game coordinator slash QB coach Luke Getzey as OC. Huh. So I heard that Luke's are more on the who's due column right now. No, I don't. I don't know who. What Luke you're talking about? It ain't me. Well, anyway, so Tom Brady retired, but who gives a fuck? Because Big Ben retired also. Did he um, so Big Did Ben, he Big Ben, uh, like just what a fucking career. It it's kind of weird because I was born in 2002, and Big Ben was drafted in 04. In my entire life, he's been my quarterback. Sad to see him go. Um, too bad Tom Brady is a fucking copycat and he just copied uh, his role model and idol. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Big Ben, he'll always go down as a legend. And, uh, yeah, that's I, – I mean, I can't really put in the words. It's kind of an emotional time. But, um, yeah, you'll be missed. But it is time to move on and happy to go to the future now. It's weird. Because in the biggest transformation of my life, graduating high school, then going into college, a pandemic hit. And now I'm almost transferring from my school to a different school now. And now I just get hit with something way worse than a pandemic. And it's Ben Roethlisberger retiring. I don't know. I think I'm just a product of giant devastations, but I'm still here. So I think that's a true testament to my strength and uh, mental mental um well-being i don't know I true just... testament to your strength try being a minnesota team fan other than the bike and the bears fan yeah that's talk about strength of someone's character right there yeah you made it through a pandemic too and during the biggest transition of your life i make it through everything every transition with the bears organization is we are just mentally rough. tougher than everybody else in the sports media section of this world and yeah, um so- we're literally bulletproof. I was thinking of this. Um, I was driving home from school today, and I was thinking, like, God, it'd be awesome to, like, just be uh, – just because I was just thinking about the Bears. And, like, what if, like, the next couple of years we are, like, really good, actually? And I'm like, it would kind of – it would really suck if you were, like, as me right now, if I was, like, a Patriots fan right now because – I, you barely remember anything that Tom Brady did. You barely remember all those glory days. You have like 
because I really didn't like start caring about like football like a lot tell about junior year high school sophomore year when I was like really like invested in it so if you take that with the Patriots situation or like another good team in that era now it's like now look what you have looking forward to it might be horrible so I'm glad I went through all those years of shit and right now I have like a decent a bright future you could say or at least something to look forward to look forward to yeah, I hope that wasn't a shot at me, but uh, I think no, that's no, 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 <laughs> no. Like I actually swear to God, it wasn't. I was just thinking, like, this is actually kind of awesome. The uh, Steelers. I mean, we've haven't been bad since I think like the. I don't know. That's how long it's been, but uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'm okay. I'll I'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, Bears fan, as for me, I mean, it's only up from here anyways, no matter what we do, what how we do. It's only up the rest of my life, it feels like. By the oh, way. Another thing was, Pack, so Packers choke every year. Chiefs only got the one Super Bowl. But I would kill to be in their situation. And oh, yeah. Blow it. And blow it. I'd, I'd just blow it every year. Just because at least you're like, every year you have so much hope. Like, oh, my God, we're so good. We're the best team. We're rolling. We're in the AFC, NFC championship games, stuff like that. And you lose, but it sucks. But at least every year, it seems like it's really fun. I don't know. It's Luke, you know exactly what that's like, and you're going to shit your pants. That's exactly like betting the under because you're winning the yes. entire you're winning the entire time. Then at the final moment, you lose. And it's like insanely yep. disappointing. But you're like, you know what? That whole – Three and a half quarters, my was, under was oh, hitting. That was so much fun. That is probably the best uh, analogy ever. That is perfect, spot on. And I love the under. But at the same time, I like being a Bears fan and being really bad and have no, no expectations. And everything, every expectation, it's exceeded every year. It doesn't matter because I have such low expectations. Like, I go in every year, like, oh, maybe we win five games. I don't know. If you get over that. You go nine and eight. What a fucking season. Well, like, death taxes, the Bears beat the Super Bowl champion earlier in the season. Like, if the Bengals yeah. win this year, you – so. Yeah, I, I tweeted. I said, did you see my tweet? Yeah. Cupcake AFC. I wish I was in that. I wish I was in the AFC. We'd, we'd probably be – we probably might have got to the AFC championship if we were in the AFC. It's that shitty of a fucking uh, league, so – Sucks yeah, being, I mean, sucks being the powerhouse of the NFC, but gotta yeah, do what you gotta do. At least we don't have a four seed in the Super Bowl right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't really know how to respond to that. Oh, I know well, you game. don't because we're <laughs> neck and neck here. Yeah, but... AFC's just a cupcake league. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, with, if the Bears can the beat five the Bengals, best quarterbacks in the league, in our... if the Bears can beat the Bengals and Bears and Bengals can beat the Super Bowl. I cupcake. That's the thing, that's all. Luke. Think about that. You just drafted Fields this year. Maybe in two years, you guys will be in Super Bowl. You mean next year? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing, it's going to be awesome if Rodgers goes. Wait, what the Bur fuck? Burrow was a rookie last year, but he only played like. A I know. Bit. Yeah. This is still, I mean, but, well, I like, guess. It's think, think right here. If Bears fans, Vikings fans, uh, I don't know any other fans that are young like this. Rodgers, let's say he goes to the AFC. That's Packers are bottom of the division now. Uh, 
Brady, he leaves. That's another team. So that's the number one and three, one and two seeds in the playoffs this year. Gone. Um, Stafford, Stafford's going to be Stafford. Rams are going to be Rams. Uh, Niners, I don't think Niners are going to be that good anymore. Like, they had a good run, but without Jimmy G, who knows? I mean, the a- NFC is looking wide open almost just as, as far as getting into the playoffs. And I, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome year next year. I can't wait. Like, this is probably the most exciting I am after the season looking forward to the next year. Yeah, I mean. You, on the other hand. I'm in a fucking powerhouse. You're in a you're in a pickle. You have a lot to lot to overcome. <laughs> well, I mean, I would consider the Steelers like the Benny the Jet Rodriguez's out of getting out of pickles. So uh anyway, Sean Payton, he leaves New Orleans. Um I mean, I wish I could say he gave a fuck, but uh he set bounties on guys' heads, and he somehow made Slant Boy the number one wide receiver in football one year. And uh, Drew Brees has a scar on his face. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't root for injuries, but that a guy that sets bounties on people's heads to take him out, that pretty doing fucking, everything. <laughs> pretty wild. Doing everything he can to win. He's a winner. You could no, say. yeah, I I do like that. I respect it, but at the same time, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Like, one of our buddies that we have, he's moving into our house next year. He always says, whoa, why don't we just play for fun? And it's like, well, if you think that not winning is fun, then you're a fucking loser. And I don't know, that's Luke's yeah, problem it, now. It's, it it's kind of like the, the that situation that he was in. It's like, I don't know if you ever did this, but – we always joke around and like just have be like we just need one guy on our team and just throw him in there and just hack the shit out of the other team's best player in basketball. Maybe he gets hurt for like the, that game, but he comes back obviously. But just hack the shit out of him, let him let it know, let his presence be felt. We're here and you you're kind of soft. You're just giving the message to him. I mean, maybe that's his. That was the goal. Luke, I actually had that exact thing happen to me where our varsity coach, I was playing, like, the sophomores practice with varsity sometimes, and our varsity coach, who could barely walk, he's that old of a head, he goes, guys, he's like, I'm not telling you to hurt anybody, but I need one of you to just come out here and set the tone and maybe knock somebody on their ass and don't help them up. And we're like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> like, and, who is going to be? Who, who's it going to be? It happened to be the other team's best best player yeah yeah you, you i mean no out. free layups is pretty much set, a way to sugarcoat it that's setting a tone like oh this guy is really good that we're playing against and you just have some scrub just take him out one time spit on his face when he's on the ground step over him i if i was that guy and i got I, that happened to me i'm the best player on a team and i go in for a layup and this little chump doesn't play a minute lays me out stares me down I'm going to the line, but in the back of my head, the rest of the game, I'm thinking, what the hell just happened? I think for me, it would be like on site, like we're fighting. I'm throwing (laughs) every combination in the book, like reverse heel kick to the ear. Probably my go-to move, but I mean, I don't know. I think I would get ejected. Let's just say figuratively I'm the best player on the court, which I mean, it's not even really figurative, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've probably been through that. You've had, probably had bounties on your I've been hacked. 
but I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty fucking wet at the line. So, but anyway, listen to these elite fucking names who made the pro Bowl because they somehow didn't get voted in Kirk cousins, Mac Jones, Russell Wilson, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, and Hunter third and Redfro are all punching their ticket to the pro Bowl. Wow. This Pro Bowl is going to be fireworks. I can't imagine. I, you know how much money I'd pay to watch these guys play football? I mean, where do they even hold a Pro Bowl any, at anymore? Because they don't do it in Hawaii. It's Vegas, I think. Luke, you want to go to Vegas this weekend? Yeah, dude, I'm down. This That'd is so can't miss football. Kirk Cousins I mean, and Mac Jones. How, how do you decide on that? I don't how know. How do you decide on Mac Jones? I, Who missed the Pro Bowl? So obviously Burrow can't go in. Burrow didn't um, make. Burrow would have been. Burrow, Burrow probably would have replaced Lamar. So Mahomes probably said fuck it. Uh, Herbert, I imagine he's Herbert, playing. I imagine he's playing. Uh, Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen. Did he? How does Mac Jones make it? I don't know. I don't know. Even Russ. What did? Russ do this year. He was yeah. half the year. All he did was make the biggest selfish move in fucking NFL history by playing on a broken finger and then ruining my six leg parlay. But, yeah, I don't I don't get it because there's so many quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, yeah, he had a good year, but it's Kirk Cousins. Like how he shouldn't be in a Pro Bowl. I don't know how he ever makes Pro Bowls, but he does. He, when you just see Kirk Cousins, like he doesn't scream Pro Bowler. It screams like fucking professional dog walker. I can't believe this. This is, I when I saw Russ made it or he he tweeted it. I'm like, if I was you, Russ, I would feel like you didn't. I didn't deserve this. Exactly. I like, would as say a competitive, fucking no. As how competitive Russ is and like what a competitor he is, like how do you accept that? I I feel like what we should do is. Every quarterback that gets asked to go to the Pro Bowl, they should just keep saying no until their only option is Zach Wilson. And yeah, imagine, imagine a Pro Bowl of Zach Wilson, Drew Locke, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Jameis Winston on one leg. And then you got Jameis Winston. Um, Danny, on, Danny Dimes. And Heineke. Heineke. Yep. I'd, be a, I'd watch that Pro Bowl. I'd, I'd watch way rather one. watch that than watch fucking Kirk Cousins versus Mac Jones. I hope Kirk Cousins comes out and throws like three picks, and it's like, holy shit, this is a Pro Bowl. I didn't even think they tried to pick it off, and, or Mac Jones. I mean, because Mac Jones, I mean, what's he gonna do? Just hand the ball off the whole time? Exactly. Like he, <laughs> the Webster's Dictionary has his name right next to Jimmy Garoppolo's for system quarterback. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Jimmy G should have made it. The hell, he's in the he made it to the NFC Championship. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh well. <laughs> Well, he decided to get surgery. That's why. And they should have put Big Ben and Thank uh, you. Brady in as like. Because remember when the NBA All Star game put yep. Dirk and D Wade. Yep. Tom Brady, Big Ben. That's out of fucking respect. And only. But only Roger Goodell has no goddamn respect. No, and they have to play the whole game. Like, don't yeah. even bring it. Have the other quarterbacks sit behind them. Yeah. And don't tell them. Don't tell them that they're not playing. Just. They'll be like, hey, coach, when am I going in? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, give him a couple more drive. Like, one more drive. Just keep blowing it off. And Big Ben and Tom yep. Brady just. And then, I mean, they're, they'll pretty much just be there to sign autographs. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, no, does this count, though, in the record books? Like, I never got that. Like, let's yeah, say. Yeah, 
let's say you're Tom Brady and you go to the Super Bowl. Like, do you not get that Pro Bowl honor, like, under your belt? No, you do. You do if you make the Super Bowl. Okay. I don't know how does it work if you're a reserve. Or, like, you, you just – still get it? Or you just, like, don't go because you don't want to, like Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, so do they – is there, like, 15 Pro Bowl quarterbacks this year? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no fucking reason why Mac Jones, like, under a Wikipedia page, should say one-time Pro Bowler. And Russell Wilson, too. I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But anyway, in other news we have in other sports, we'll do college football. Caleb Williams, he's likely to transfer to Wisconsin. I mean, me and Luke being Iowa fans, that kind of fucking sucks. But uh, maybe he'll have a fumble in a really clutch situation like he did this year. So, yeah, I know that. I don't like that one bit. I want. Why Wisconsin? What a. All right, listen to this story. What a pimp move by Wisconsin. They hired Caleb Williams' dad's best friend as their, like, quarterbacks coach or something. <laughs> like, what a fucking Ty move. Know a thing, Ty doesn't know a thing about football. He just loves. He yeah, likes watching. He's a casual <laughs> fan his, that thinks he knows everything. His, his uh, dad's best friend's like a fucking janitor at like an elementary school and he's like hey you want to you want to be a coach. quarterbacks coach at wisconsin he's like yeah fuck it and then <laughs> helps coach the um middle school team <laughs> yeah he's like an assistant coach and i don't i don't know who it is but i mean why wisconsin you were at oklahoma one of the best programs like over the last how many years obviously wisconsin's pretty solid too but like, I just don't get why Wisconsin, of all the places that he probably had well, offers. chances are he'll suck in cold weather situations. And two, um, he – oh, I forgot to say this. He's also, like, really close to Russell Wilson, I guess. So. I was actually going to say, like, it seems – they're similar. It, when you look at them, they kind of look like each other. Similar, like, when they're, when they're in their uniform and everything. But I don't know. I mean, probably figured it can't get much worse than uh, Graham Mertz. He's like, yeah, might as well. I'm going to be an upgrade yeah. no matter what. <laughs> I can suck. I'm still going to be an upgrade for these guys. I'm going to look like Jesus to all these fans. Exactly. Uh, then my last thing for college football, Tito's, you know, like the vodka. Well, me and Luke went, yeah. though, because we don't drink alcohol. But no. they gave $20 million to Texas, the University of Texas for facility upgrades. Now, I don't get this because what are they going to call it? The Tostitos the facility performance facility like what the fuck does tito's and athletic ability have in common are they gonna get like a bunch of free bottles yeah exactly like instead of instead of like body armor and like protein shakes they're drinking just fucking mixers and i mean (laughs) no it actually makes a lot of sense because texas is that fucking bad so if they're gonna oh that's that makes no sense. They're just giving them the money just, like, for to be their sponsor. But are they going to be a sponsor? Because I don't think a college football team can just sponsor. Promote alcohol. Yeah, I mean, maybe, like, at their stadium, but they can't, like, throw that on a performance center or whatever yeah, what facility is, upgrades what means. What does getting hammered every weekend have to do with performing better in your athletics? Probably work. Probably doesn't help. No. I mean, I would imagine Texas encourages their players to not go out. Well, Joe, um, like you would Friday know some, you would know something about that. About, about what? I mean, you you get pretty loaded every weekend. You still no perform. I, I drink straight waters and that's it. Oh yeah, that's right. Can't have your coach uh, hear this. 
Well, it is off season, and uh, I I'm not gonna transfer, but we'll find we'll we'll see. Anyway, you're in the portal. Yeah, I guess for now. But uh, Brian Kelly, he is the whitest person on planet Earth. It's confirmed. <laughs> um, so Brian Kelly, he just loves making an ass out of himself. I mean, <laughs> if you guys seen the video of him at the LSU basketball game, that was cringy. Then he has a like recruit meeting or whatever where he's like damn near grinding with this kid. And then he has another video now of him doing the gritty. And I don't know if he's having like a three fourths life crisis or <laughs> if he's just that fucking white. But it's like he went from Notre Dame being like the most buttoned up fucking classy, what's it called, university in football. And now he just goes to LCU and he's like, fuck it. I'm going to be like Ed Ogeron, the cool guy. Like, ha <laughs> uh, crab legs, fucking gritty. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Like, it's just fucking weird. I think, I think they're top, the top, uh, tra- like in the transfer portal, they're like, they're like the top team right now. Which is nuts. They're like <laughs> literally the whitest job. person on planet earth. Yeah, no, I know. I, I love it. It's just every we, – we thought, like, it was a one-time thing, and then he comes back and just does the exact same thing. Like, this guy needs to get a fucking clue. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, hell, I gave it to him. But anyway, MLB, Barry Bonds misses a Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken record because, like, a lot of people, obviously, sports media is going nuts for this. It's like – the only time anybody ever talks about baseball is just when they're hating on it. Yep. But uh, yeah, like Barry Bonds is fucking nuts. Should be in the Hall of Fame. His records are still in the record book. I don't know. I mean, kind of just gonna skip over this. Yeah, no, I don't really have anything to say. I mean, it sucks, but whatever. Like once all those stupid. old heads die, he'll get in. I mean, they'll. they'll yeah, win. I don't even know how they do it. Like. It's like some like right. I think it's pretty much like writing in like a president. You know, like you have a yeah. write-in sheet. I think that's how that works. But. And he can't make it, like at all. I think this was his last no, year of eligibility. He, like it was his last year of eligibility of being on like the voting sheet. Okay, but he can, but still, get he can still get voted in. But obviously, He's I don't think I don't think anybody in history has ever got written in. But well, how if you don't make it originally, like how can you make it? This next time around it doesn't make any sense, and like we talked about this this weekend, like how the hell is David Ortiz in if Barry Bonds isn't in? They didn't even test him at the time when he played. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't get caught with it. He got caught after the fact. But it's not like it was written in the rules. Like the so like a big debate is the Pete Rose thing. Pete Rose, it was in the rules in his contract. You can't as part of the MLB, you cannot gamble like on like on your teams and stuff. you can't do that. And he still might – like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Um, I think everyone should get to use performance-enhancing drugs, no matter what they are. Every sport. It would be so much better. <laughs> it would be better. But, I mean, imagine all these – the United States – actually, that probably would be good for the United States of America. Our army would be fucking wild. Like, we would rush up who? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just feel like – a lot of people who have like hoop dreams and you know shit like 
people who just like want to play sports, like make it pro. Like a lot of them will do roids and then like not turn out. And then all, we're just going to have this insane population of people just absolutely juice <laughs> out of their minds. So many menaces out there on roid rage. Yeah. I mean, we'd, our, we'd be pretty fucked. Maybe it's not a good idea. I don't know. I don't know if they're doctor recommended either. I mean, I could be wrong. Not a doctor, but. Some of them are, I think, but. <laughs> Yeah, some steroids. Some steroids aren't recommended by doctors. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Otani, he's now the cover of the show. Uh, you know, the video game, 22. Um, show, yep. I mean, I that's the easiest guess ever, especially since Tatis was the last guy to be on the cover. So, obviously, it's Otani's turn now. But uh, yeah, good for good for Otani, MVP, and now he's on the show. Yeah, I mean that was easy. Yeah, I could have guessed that. Probably didn't even have to watch a single game of baseball. You could fucking guess who was going to be on the show, on the cover. Just scroll through Instagram a couple of times during the season. But yeah, no, he well deserved. But I haven't bought like every copy of the show. But has Mike Trout even been on a cover? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I swear I've never. I don't think so. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he has been. But that that's crazy to actually think about because Mike Trout is the fucking best. But he was on. Oh, okay, he's on 2016. Wait, I think he. Well, they make like multiple covers, you know. So I'm seeing yeah, this cover for 2019, 2014, uh, 2016 was Donaldson. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. That's, whatever. Yeah, I have no idea. But anyway, I mean, I think that's all I have in sports news, unless you got anything else. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's all I got. Just uh, Other than I uh, got to cr- congratulate uh, Garrett Davis on being a Bills fan. Oh, yeah, one of our buddies who was a so-called – I mean, uh, wow, uh, Vikings fan. Vikings. He does not give a flying fuck about the Vikings. But he gives very raw emotion for when the Bills play. And he said, you know what, Dave, you are a Bills fan now. Yeah. But, and I, today he's cleaning his room. He's like, I threw all my Viking stuff up in the corner of my closet. And he took down like a poster he had. He's like, oh, they don't even care. Go Bills. That's crazy. I mean, I couldn't imagine it. Like, just being like, oh, my. Like, I feel like my life would literally take a 180 if I just changed from being a Steelers fan to something else. Yeah, you're like, a different situation. But, yeah, exactly. Like, I care a lot about the Steelers. If I cared that much about, let's say, the Chiefs, then I feel like that transition would be much easier. But Yeah, no, exactly. But, yeah, uh, anyway, another huge fucking week in college basketball. We're going to have probably a massive episode for that. Uh, SEC owns um, the pack, big, big 12. So, uh that should be very interesting. But uh, anyway, thanks for watching this, and uh, take it easy. This kid is a He's a Let's go.